0: The Colorado Business Roundtable unapologetically tells the story that business is a force for good in our community, featuring conversations with thought leaders from academia, business, community, and government. Welcome to A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today on this episode of A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown. And I'm Debbie Brown, president of Colorado Business Roundtable. We use this podcast as a vehicle to bring together thought leaders from academia, business, community, and government to talk about issues that are important to not only Colorado's economy, but the the economy at large, and issues that are really relevant to today's business and civic leaders. And today, you're going to meet one of the most fascinating women who happens to be based here in Colorado, but her reach is much bigger than that. It's global. I would say it's even bigger than global. So excited to introduce the audience today to a dear friend, Shelley Brunswick, who is the COO. Of Space Foundation, welcome Shelley.
1: Well, thank you, Debbie. I'm so honored to be here, and we'll say we have galactic
0: reach. <laughs> Absolutely. When people hear more about your story, they'll they'll understand that connection. When I joined Colorado Business Roundtable, one of the most joyous things for me, and the most interesting thing for me, was really understanding the aerospace and aviation industries. We represent several partners: um, ULA, Boeing, Lockheed Martin, to name a couple. And understanding a little bit more about space has been, again, one of the biggest joys of leading Colorado Business Roundtables. So meeting you and hearing what you do through the Space Foundation has been a part of that. I want you to tell people you've got an incredible bio. I love what you've done, not only your military service, what you've done to help connect people with space in terms of education alliances and really promoting space globally around the world, even though you're based here in Colorado, I gave a little bit of of about you, but tell us more about you um, personal and business.
1: Well, absolutely. Thank you again for inviting me and Space Foundation. um, We're partners with Cobert. And so we're grateful for our partnership as well. So thank you. So as you said, I'm Shelly Brunswick. I'm currently the chief operating officer at Space Foundation, but I really like to say my journey has three chapters. And you know, my first chapter is right out of high school, I enlisted in the U.S. Air Force because I didn't have money to go to college. Even if I had money to go to college, I didn't know what I wanted to do and I wanted to see the world. And the best way to do that in the 80s, was to join the military. So joined the military right out of high school, um, was an enlisted airman for 12 years. And fortunately, I completed my bachelor's and master's degrees going to school at night, which qualified me to apply to become an officer in the Air Force. And so that kind of started the second Chapter of my journey, I became a space acquisition or space procurement or space project manager for the Air Force, doing ground station launch vehicles and satellites. And during that time as an officer, I got to work at, you know, out in LA doing those project management things. I was a professor at Defense Acquisition University. And one of the most exciting times of my career was getting to work on Capitol Hill as a budget and appropriation liaison, securing the budget for the Air Force. So that culminated my career in the Air Force, and it was an amazing journey. But after 29 years, I said, you know what, I want to do something else. And so that started my third chapter of my journey, where I am today, as the chief operating officer at Space Foundation.
0: Well, and I love that. I I can relate to that through my own dad's story. You know, he was a poor farm kid from Kansas who needed an opportunity And he joined the Navy and it really set up a trajectory for him because of his service to do so many more things in the world. It sounds like a a similar story, just an open opportunity for you to grow and and continue your career. Tell us more about Space Foundation. I always think of it as, you know, this massive event that brings together global uh, leaders to talk about space and celebrate space. Somebody described it once as Disneyland for space enthusiasts, but Tell, but I know you do year-round work. Tell us more about that.
1: Absolutely. Well, Space Foundation is a U.S. nonprofit, and we do business internationally, and we are headquartered right in Colorado Springs. And what we really look at is that entire workforce pipeline. So one of the events you talked about is our annual space symposium, and that is for our space workforce. So they're already at the height of their career. Those are decision makers coming into Colorado Springs, Colorado, every year, this coming year, it'll be the 8th through the 11th of April 2024 at the Broadmoor. And we bring together the global space community, Military, Commercial, Civil, International, to talk about the future of space. So that's one end of that workforce pipeline and what we're doing here in Colorado. But we're also at that earlier part of the workforce pipeline, kindergarten through 12th grade, teacher professional development. And so one of the other things we have is located in Colorado Springs is our Discovery Center. And that is open to the public as well as we do student field trips. So we can inspire those future workers, that future workforce here in Colorado to fill the amazing jobs for those companies that you mentioned, you know, ULA, Lockheed Martin, Boeing, and more, all the amazing space and cyber startups. So we do that in our Discovery Center. And we're going to briefly do a renovation for the next six months. And we're going to do a grand reopening Right around Space Symposium, so we hope your audience will come join us for our Yuri's Night, which will be open to the public, and we're going to bring in astronauts and we're going to do this grand reopening and we're going to do this massive renovation of our facility because it's been open for 10 years. The third piece we do that really benefits Colorado is we do those education programs i mentioned we do uh some high school level programs right now and some middle school level programs the high school level programs is called our junior space entrepreneurship program and we're doing that both in colorado springs as well as denver public schools and we have our cadet level uh edu- entrepreneur program that we're doing with adam's 14. so we are doing p- programs not only in colorado springs but throughout the state throughout our nation as well as around the world and so i love working at space foundation because we're creating the workforce of the future and for today.
0: Well, and Shelly, while you all have a global lens and a, a federal, a national lens, it sounds like the work here in Colorado is even more specific. And And I'd love to have your thoughts on that. I think, uh, you know, as someone who also lives in Colorado, I, I'm kind of greedy. I love the fact that Colorado is home to so many space companies and that we continue to grow and that the per capita workforce in Colorado is so strong in aerospace. Um give us a sense of that. I think people outside the space industry probably don't even realize the presence that Colorado has, let alone Colorado Springs.
1: Colorado is an amazing place to do business, as you know, and uh, representing the Colorado Business Roundtable. First of all, I know you do a lot of work with our international partners. And Space Foundation, we are partnering with internationals uh, around the world to come to our annual symposium. And a lot of times, the first thing they say to us is, We'd love to partner in the U.S. We'd love to find a company that wants to partner and they could do business in our country and and our country could do business in the U.S. And that's one of our great partnerships with you. And what the Space Foundation tries to facilitate is how can we work with other partners like Cobert to help those international partners. But we also look at other space companies and startups. So we have in Colorado Springs, you mentioned, you know, Space Command, we have the National Cyber Center, so a lot of space and cyber. You're also looking from, you know, Boulder, South, you can see that innovative ecosystem with startup companies that are in the space industry. And then throughout our state, you can see on the, the West Range, you know, um, out in Mesa and Grand Junction, as well as South Pueblo, you can see a lot of the manufacturing, you know, we know how critical that supply chain is to our aerospace industry and that how challenged it was during covert. So we're seeing a lot of reshoring of that supply chain in Colorado and in our great state is a beneficiary of that, as well as other parts of the United States. So a lot of people may not realize that entire supply chain. And the ecosystem, and even more important, as it comes back to Space Foundation and our passion for the workforce, is that means we need workers in that entire supply chain, high school graduates to PhDs, individuals that are program managers, policymakers, technicians, you know, trade leaders, um, astronauts, artists. So this now means that space is open to everybody. And as you know, Colorado has an amazing workforce and universities to help fill those jobs.
0: Yeah, we really do. And that's such a great reminder about the partnership we have with you all and with our academic collaborators as well. You know, how do we make sure space is accessible to everybody uh, and that there are good jobs waiting for them? And that's one of the reasons, too, I enjoy our partnership. How do we make sure Colorado stays competitive so that we continue that growth mindset for these companies and startups and scale ups that want to move here and continue to grow? Uh so so that's so critical to keep having those conversations. Um switching gears just a little Shelley. I know that technology is really important to you, innovation is important to you, entrepreneurship is important to you. What are some of the key partnerships and collaborations you've seen between government, commercial and education sectors that really tie in those areas of innovation, entrepreneurship uh, and technology?
1: So I think the first thing that might be interesting to your audience is that space is part of our everyday lives. Most people don't think about space as an infrastructure we're using, but right now you and I are talking via Zoom, and it is all due to space technology that created telecommunications. So think about what the pandemic would have been like, COVID would have been like, had we not had telehealth, telework, teleschool, all of that was only enabled by space technology. We also look at, you know, one of the things I love, and if anybody knows me, they know that I love to take pictures with our amazing cell phone and those selfies. And many of those photos are being taken with NASA imaging technology. So again, multiple piece of a technology right in your cell phone. And for anybody who also knows my husband, Jerry, he was a firefighter for 30 years. And thanks to that fire retardant clothing from the Apollo era, he was able to come home to me every night. So what I highlighted is space has brought us a lot of innovations most people don't think about, but it's not the government that's doing that. The government, we as taxpayers pay the government, and they do these amazing space research projects. And through this process, they find patents. And then a commercial company will commercialize apply for that patent and commercialize it which unlocks innovation and opportunity so one of the great places for your audience if they're interested in being investors or entrepreneurs is you can go to the nasa tech transfer office where there are thousands of patents that are waiting to be commercialized and in addition you can apply for grants that can help you commercialize that technology. So that's one of the great ways of that public-private partnership for entrepreneurs and innovators. And you know in Colorado we have an amazing innovative sector for space with entrepreneurship. And, again, what are those sectors? People are thinking, well, I understand astronauts and rockets, but, like, our financial system, entirely running on space technology, quantum, artificial intelligence, robotics, agriculture, you know, public safety. So all these other economic sectors all have space running through them. So if there's individuals who want to be entrepreneurs or investors, or want to work for a company that's involved in the space industry, the sky is not the limit. There are no limits.
0: (laughs) Sounds like you've, you've had that line before. I think that's so brilliant. Yeah, when I think about space, you're right. I think rockets, I think astronauts, I think kind of old school, you know, Apollo 13, you know, and so to open the mind of how we're all interconnected with those technologies, I think is really very powerful. And it almost is kind of the why, you know, why keep investing. Uh, The government, of course, invests uh, some dollars in making sure we have robust technology, you know, probably more from a national security perspective, too. But the commercialization is what makes our quality of life so good as well. So um, it's a great reminder, Shelley. Shifting a little bit, I think you're an unusual role model. Specifically, you know, having a woman in space, a woman in such a high position, to me, really is inspiring. I think it helps young girls, particularly when we think about workforce, see themselves in a different light, see what they can be. And tell me how that's been for you. Uh, I don't know if I I would assume maybe aerospace in the past was more of a male-dominated field traditionally, but how has it been for you to help inspire young women to seek careers in aerospace?
1: Excellent question. And let's compare it to the Apollo era, right? We're in the Artemis generation now. So when we think back to Apollo, you can think about it. It was two countries in a space race, primarily government workers, STEM professionals, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, and primarily male. Now, we do know from movies like Hidden Figures that there was diversity. There were amazing contributors to the Apollo era. But now if we fast forward to the Artemis generation, well, we can see diversity in regions of the world, uh, multi-generational and gender equality. And what I mean by that is, you know, two nations were in a space race, Now more than 90 countries are operating in space, and many more want to participate in space. We have a multi-generational workforce. Gender equality. You're seeing women coming into the workforce as well, like you said, with also the diversity of careers. So, yes, we still need those STEM professionals. We still need rocket scientists and astronauts. But we also need program managers and policy makers and teachers and technicians. We need people in that supply chain. So the time has never been better for somebody to look at a career in the space industry. I always say, let's not think about it as gender or diversity. Let's just think of it as underrepresented groups who've not had the opportunity to find their way into the space industry. Let's work together to break down those barriers, extend a hand and help people into our community.
0: Yeah, I love that. How can our covert partners, you know, you think about businesses who aren't necessarily related, uh, you know, accounting, finance, uh, you know, commercial real estate, et cetera. How can they help support the mission? How can they learn more about the good work that you're doing with Space Foundation?
1: Well, fantastic. Well, what I share with you is a lot of what we're doing is that workforce development. So every industry you just mentioned is having a workforce challenge. I mean, you're up in Denver, so you go to Denver International Airport, they need a workforce. Finance needs a workforce. Other engineering fields needs workforce. So that's what the Space Foundation is doing. We're helping you create that workforce with those programs, kindergarten through twelfth grade, amazing programs through our leadership academy, you know, primary school, middle school, high school, but we're also doing that teacher professional development. How do we help teachers bring space into the classroom in a fun, exciting way that gets kids thinking about different types of careers that they might have not thought about? You know, a lot of times kids only think about space as history what we did, the Apollo era, or memorizing planets. What I want to highlight to kids and teachers is that space is about careers and it's about opportunities to fill amazing jobs in Colorado as well as other parts of our country. So for your covert partners, we would love to talk to them about how they can sponsor some education programs, some teacher professional development, our Discovery Center, and how we can help to create that workforce of the future right here in our backyard.
0: Yeah, perfect. We'll include that with the interview as well, Shelley. But kind of last note, and then I've got a lightning round for you just okay. to surprise you with some other questions. But lastly, what are you most excited about when you look ahead for Space Foundation and the good work that you're doing all over the world? What gives you the most um, the most excitement for you?
1: So I think, you know, I volunteer for a lot of other nonprofits. I, I believe uh, I'm a, what they call a joiner. I love joining things, right? And then that takes up a lot of time. But The time is well invested. So, some of those programs are like the United Nations Office of Outer Space Affairs. So, they call it UNUSA, Space for Women Mentoring Program. And being able to mentor uh, women and men, it's open to women and men to find their way into the space industry is so satisfying. I also mentor for another program called Women Tech Network, you know, again, designed to get more women and diversity into the tech industry. And again, men and women are part of the program. And just being able to give back and contribute to that next generation is so rewarding. I love being around. the young thought leaders. You know, at Space Foundation, we do have a young professional program called New Gen. There's also a program out of the United Nations called the Space Generation Advisory Council. And so I love to volunteer my time to help contribute to that next generation.
0: Yeah, that's, it's so fulfilling. I can, I can relate to that. It really is amazing. Okay, uh, I don't know if you're prepped for this, but this is kind of the fun part. We're going to do a little bit of a lightning round just to get to know you better. First, we'll start off with where is your favorite powerhouse lunch or happy hour? Where would you go?
1: So obviously, you know, the space foundation has an amazing partnership with the Broadmoor for our annual space symposium. And that is an amazing place to go. However, I also like to go to Hacienda. You know, they're close to the Space (laughs) Foundation, happy hour for margaritas and chips and salsa. I just met some amazing people there earlier this week. So I find that a fun place to go. Can't beat them.
0: Nice, nice. They couldn't be probably more different, Hacienda versus the Broadmoor. But, um, you know, you have different moods for sure. Shelly, what's your best way to relax?
1: So I'm probably like you, Debbie. I never relax, right? I'm always on. But one of the things I do love to do that is a form of relaxation for me is I'm an amateur photographer and I love wildlife and nature. So what better place to live than Colorado? So just going out for a hike in Garden of the Gods and seeing the bighorn sheep and capturing some amazing photos or even going to the amazing zoo, the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo right here in Colorado Springs and seeing the amazing animals we have. So I just love getting out in nature and seeing wildlife. And of course this transcends to, I also love going to Africa and etc. So that that's one of the ways I like to relax.
0: Love that. Love that. What's your favorite binge whether it's a book, podcast, Netflix series?
1: So one of the things I actually like to do is collaborate with others. Um, And so I have this amazing group that I collaborate with and we create um, online content. And so some of the things um, I've done with some other amazing women in the space industry and outside the space industry is we wrote a book that just came out called Memoirs of Successful Women. And it talks about different women and their journeys. And an earlier book that came out earlier this year called Lady Diversity Power um, also talks about uh, women in their paths. So I do a lot of writing and research. And I get a lot of young professionals always saying, when are you going to write a book? When are you going to share your insights? So I've taken the baby steps by partnering with others. And now I'm starting to kind of take the baby steps. What well, What's it going to take for me to write my own book? So I'm not really sure that's a binge, but it's a, it's part of that giving back and contributing to the yeah. next generation.
0: Yeah. I love that. I want to get a copy of the books that you've been a part of already. That would be really I'll- awesome. I'll bring them then, to you. That would be good. That would be good. I know we're seeing each other soon, so that would be really good. And and finally, to end on this, um, you know, you have a seat at the table, a really big seat at the table, not only here in Colorado, but across the world. What's your best advice for others who are looking for a seat at the table?
1: So I've had a lot of amazing mentors and role models in my career, so I'm so blessed. And that's part of why I pay it forward. But when I started my job working on Capitol Hill, my boss at the time, a Colonel Kisugo, told me, life is all about relationships. And initially, you think about, it's all about relationships working on Capitol Hill. But as I've gotten older in my career and matured, I realized, Life is really about relationships everywhere. Our relationship, relationships with sponsors and partners and collaborators, because relationships are built on trust and mutual respect. And so that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned in my career. And I want to thank that mentor for sharing that with me. Every time I see his a note from him on LinkedIn, I always thank him too, because he probably didn't realize how impactful he was to me. So I share that with your audience too. If somebody's made a difference in your life, sometimes just send them a note and tell them how they contributed to your journey and how you they, you know, they've helped make it better.
0: Yeah. Great, great advice. It's fun. I think I'm going to start compiling all the different pieces of advice I'm getting from this podcast, because these are such nuggets of wisdom. So Shelley Brunswick, it's been an honor to chat with you today and hear more about your story and what you're doing, not only around the world, but with Space Symposium specifically. And we really are, are uh, so grateful that Space Foundation is a partner of Colorado Business Roundtable. Thanks for joining us.
1: Absolutely. And until next time, I look forward to seeing you around the galaxy. (laughs) Wonderful.
0: And thanks everyone for tuning in. This has been an episode of A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown, and we look forward to having you with us next time. A Seat at the Table with Debbie Brown is a production of the Colorado Business Roundtable. You can find this episode, a listing of our upcoming events, and more information about our organization at cobrt.com.